Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We keep pledging that we're going to get neater technically, but uh, I wasn't a born technician. (laughs) <laughs> thank god we can laugh at ourselves huh isn't that right isn't that we were blessed taught? with that we can laugh at ourselves we were taught at a very young age to be laughed at so. <laughs> we got used to the shame <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of pointing fingers yeah you know uh, guilt if i could all yeah. do it all over again boy I'd carry i'd carry one a piece <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Beretta. All right. What? You know, like Beretta. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. With the bird. <clears throat> anyway, let's do sir. Let's do our shameless plugs. All right. Uh, go to uh, what? I'm get, getting so red from just from laughing. Oh. All right. Uh, go to jeanberetta.com uh, where you can find. All right. Beautiful... No, not you. You know where it is. You've been there. I'll go again. Uh, where there are lovely books that he has created. Author, winning author, winning, I will say, winning author, illustrator of children's books. Uh, and there's artwork there. And there's uh, you cream soda now, right? You have your new cream soda line. I have a concession stand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Slurpees is going to be Boot good. Bootleg tickets for uh, shows. Yeah, he can't call him Slurpees. He can't call him Slurpees, but he's going to come up with a new name. Icy Slush Cups. Slush Cup. I think it's good. Yeah. And go to theberettabrothers.com where you can see all about the show and look at past episodes. Join the mailing list. Go to our YouTube channel. Subscribe. We need your support. We love your support. And let's say another congratulations to our America's Got Muppet Talent winner from last week, Miss Liana Rivera. Beautiful job, Liana. All finalists did an incredible job, but yes, Liana, she pulled it out with the votes. Did you say Liana? I don't think so, did I? I didn't mean to if I did, Liana. Um, I'd like to call her Liana now. Okay. But we got a lot of people here, Gene. We got people coming in. We got Bealsy66 is back. Jonathan Sloman, Aunt Sam Thompson 9, Anime Game 16, Lauren Riccardi, Barry Lee. Lots of peeps. Thank you for joining us because we oh, have a great, fun show. What? Marshall just pointed this out. I have to. Uh... Oh, where'd it go? Here we go. My uh, fun t shirt of the week. I know it's nothing. There are other people that have it. It's nothing behind the scenes or happy road. hard to get. Combines two of my favorite things, the Beatles and the Muppets. And so. uh, Marshall likes your pumpkins, but uh, we're going to, yeah, they're awesome. Bert and Ernie. All right, let's do it. Shall we? Yeah, so why don't you the introduce man, The legend. The guy. The guy I like, kind of. He's all right. I don't know. He's okay. Why don't you tell them about well, him? Go ahead. Oh, just about the company. Well, we'll bring him in. Ah. Let him do. Ah. 
You know what? Let's let's do the show tomorrow. All right. You know I'm what? Just let's, a little let's drowsy. Thanks for coming by, and uh, let's bring them in. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this uh, this workshop called Puppet Heap is a wonderful place. If you ever in your lifetime get an opportunity to go there, it's magical. Not just because of the things that are in it, but the people. I got to say, because they're near and dear to my heart. I love these folks. I've had, been fortunate enough to get to work with them, to hang out with them, to be silly with them. And I'm uh, just happy to have them here. But let's let's meet the man behind Puppet Heap who started this whole beautiful company. Should we do it, Gene? Let's do it. The man with the curliest hair, Mr. Paul Andreco. Hey. Hi, guys. Welcome, Paul. Paul. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. You're at the shop. I'm at the heap right now. It's the weekend, so it's a little uh, quiet. Check it out. Are you guys in? You're working? People coming in to work? During these yeah, times, we're doing the best we can. We're doing the best we can. We're, uh, you know, uh, trying to minimize the amount that we come in and the number of us who come in at one time. But um, we're here. We're busy. We're doing our thing. Awesome. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, we're just going to jump right in because I, we got quite a few folks with us. People don't realize how many folks we have with us today. Um, but I, if you don't mind, I just want to go back. Like when. Well, where are you from, first of all? Where where did you grow up? Not far. I'm from New Jersey. So uh, I cannot reach the proper escape velocity to get out of this state. <laughs> so I'm Northern here. New Jersey? Hmm? Northern New Jersey? Like, did you grow up near Hoboken? Where the uh, no, I was actually born in Trenton. And, uh, so were we. So we. Get out of here. St. Mary. Oh, St. Uh, Francis Hospital. St. Francis. St. Francis. Get out of here. Get the. Where did you grow up? I, well, I well, I grew up in Trenton, outside of Trenton, in Hamilton, for a little while, and then um, oh, my cousin has a restaurant there now. Really, what is it? It's called uh, Killarney's. It's an Irish yeah. pub. It used ah. to be Giordano's, but it's uh, changed over. But um, it, it, it when did he open it? Like not when we were kids. No, uh, no, 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 wasn't there. Yeah. So I don't know if you would know it, but unless you've, I don't know. Do you go back there? Do you still have family back there? Uh, still have family there. Um, not right. there very often. Um, you know, I've got cousins and, and aunts and uncles and things. Right. And, uh, you know, various other types of relatives one would have. Yes. yes. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. My dad. We grew up right across the bridge in Yardley. Oh, yeah. Sure. We, we didn't go far. Wow. I had no idea we were so closely related. I didn't either. It's true, though, in a way. Like Trenton, you know. I mean, you know. How many people do you know that were born in Trenton in your Not life? Not so many. It's one big Ernie, family. Ernie Kovacs. <laughs> yeah. Ernie Kovacs. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Spent a little time in South Jersey. Uh, um, grew up in uh, for about, I don't know, between the ages of seven and 16. I was in uh, Jacobstown, New Jersey. I don't know. Uh, down south. It's near, um, what is it near? It's not near anything. Uh, it's near Jackson. Where uh, Great Adventure is, you know, Great Adventure. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. So, very good. Yeah. And were you, so, were you always into art as a kid? Were you always drawing? Like Gene was always drawing as a kid. What? What? Yeah. What, was, what? What direction do you feel like you kind of naturally were 
did you feel like you were naturally heading in towards art? Is that something you've always loved? Um, it's something I always love, but also um, it's funny because my uh, uh, my mother was very crafty and liked to do um, lots of activities and things like that. And mm -hmm. she was a big um, like soft sculpture person. She sewed a lot, and did a lot of those oh, things. Wow. Yeah. And uh, my dad was an engineer, was a research engineer. Oh. So um, for drawing paper, I just had like reams and reams of like the backside of data, like computer uh -huh. paper. Oh, right. Right, yeah, like, yeah. You would just bring it home from work. Here you go, kid. <laughs> right, right. Knock yourself out. <laughs> and um, so I was always, um, you know, I was always drawing all the time, but also I was really interested in um, technology and, you know, growing up in the 80s uh, with the personal computer revolution. Uh, I have a wasted youth of sitting in front of the screen. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, my, um, so that was a big interest of mine too. So uh, I really spent a good part of my life thinking I was going to get into like computer engineering or something like that. Oh, right. Uh, programming, coding, that sort of thing. And it wasn't until uh, I had a nervous breakdown when I was uh, 15 or 16. Uh, I mean, not serious. I mean, sort of. Uh, we moved to a new, not a nervous, it was a reverse nervous breakdown, actually. Oh, all right. Um, all right. So uh, it was, uh, we, you know, because I, I was a real um, sort of a nerdy, uh, uh, not very social kid. And uh, when we were, when I was about 15, we moved to a new neighborhood. We moved to Clinton, New Jersey, which compared to Jacobstown was like the big city. Like the fact that right. there was Main Street was like a big right, deal. Right. Was it, was it Rupert Pupkin from Clinton, New Jersey? I no, 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 not Clinton. No. Clifton. 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 Yeah. Clifton. Yeah. People confuse from... Clifton for Clinton. Okay. <laughs> Do they? All right. Yeah. Where are you from, Clinton? Clifton? <laughs> <laughs> so you moved to the big city. Moved to the basically. big city. Got a job right. in an art supply store. Uh, started meeting girls and finding out they were more impressed with, you know, drawings than they were the computer thing. Right. Uh, so, uh, no, we got really, and, and um, you know, uh, you know, just uh, various influences kind of led me in the direction of art school, and that's what I ended up doing. I was going to say, you have a very, you know, a specific style, at least I think. I, 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 I can recognize your style, and I'm wondering who your influences were. You know, who were the people that you felt inspired you? Inspired me? Well, um, me. What? Me? Yeah. Oh, I right. thought it was Gene who was talking. Gene, yeah. Oh, oh, Gene. Uh, it was Gene. All right. Okay. okay. Somehow my yeah. work got out. So Gene, Gene. Somehow. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I was, you know, I was not really a super cultured kid. So it was like um, the usual things. Like, of course, Jim Henson was always a big influence on me, you know, in our generation, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, all that sort of thing, you know, like, um, you know, like Dungeons and Dragons manuals were like my biggest inspiration <laughs> when I was a kid. So, uh, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, later on, um, when I got more interested in uh, various artists and puppetry and started to learn more about um, uh, my family from Slovakia and, uh, and that sort of led me on a path um, I, I got very interested in uh, Polish uh, poster artists and things like oh. that later on. And um, 
you know, Czech animators like Yuzhi Trinka and, and uh, people like that. Um, so so is that like the inspiration for, um, you know, things like uh, the, the uh, what, what's it called? Omar's mother, is that kind of? It kind of comes from that, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a, I have a big interest in folklore. Um, right. So that kind of, that story sort of came from a Russian folktale um, that just, so I kind good. of worked, I kind of, oh, thanks. So uh, I, I kind of worked on it for too long and then ended up. Oh, really? With that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, you know. But uh, so. you do like a lot of the voices. Who is it? You and uh, who, do, who do all the voices in that? Oh, me and Adam Pagden did that. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Adam, Adam Pagden, who was, uh, he, he worked here for a while. Oh, yeah. And the, the spiritual father is my favorite, I think. Oh, well, thank you very much. The design of him and the, yeah, just his whole personality. Oh, so, great. Yeah, he was fun to do. He was fun. Uh, Mary, um, who you'll have on in a minute, uh, was one of the puppeteers. Uh, oh, right. Um, yeah, she did the, because it was, it was uh, the spiritual father is like this massive thing. Uh, and it was, um, it has like a big black cutout for the, his body. This is uh -huh. big. And then, um, and then Matt Brooks puppeteered the head. He was like uh -huh. dressed in black. So the body obscured his, his body behind the thing. Right. And then Pagden did the hands in front. So it was this like three layered thing. Cool. Uh, it was really fun to do. It was, um, they really hated me after that shoot, but it was really uh, <laughs> fun. This style, just the style. I just, it's really fun. I love it. Oh, thanks. So good. Do you know what? I just thought, Bill, we have a, we have the trailer available. Should, is oh, it a yeah, good idea to start with that? Yeah. Why don't we, we play that so people get an overview of everything that Puppet Heap is doing? Because there's, there are a couple of little clips from what we're talking about in the trailer. So yeah. why don't we All take right. a look at this one minute clip? Fire it up. Hope nobody speaks Russian. The <laughs> <There we go. laughs> oh, that's the uh -oh. wrong thing. Uh, what the heck happened? Hang on, let me try this again. There we go. We okay. Here we go. Boop. Клей момент купил за рубль, пакет не мог купил. Надышавшись этой дури, музыку я полюбил. Где живут родители? Куда же смотрит школа? Одноклассник в девчонку к себе в гости пригласил. Папа с мамой на работе, мы ебемся, что я сел. Где же вы, родители? Куда же смотрит школа? Так я стал звездою, а рок-н-ролла. Зипа-трипер пистолет, а мы играем семи лет. Зипа-трипер пистолет, а мы играем семи лет. Awesome. That's so awesome. Is so that Gogo Bordello? Uh, no, that is um, Leningrad. Okay. Uh, and they're singing, um, well, the lyrics go uh, Zippo, Gonorrhea, Gun, etc. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> uh, 
pretty hardcore song. Yeah, it sounds a little, you know, Gogo Bordello? It sounds a little. Oh, I do. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Eugene singing. Yeah. But so, so uh, I'm going to jump because I'd love to just spend more time just talking about, you know, when you started drawing, when you started finding things. But I, I think we got to jump because we got some people. But when did you start with Henson? How did that connection happen? Oh, that was, um, well, gosh, I mean, um, shortly before I graduated college, you know, Jim, di Jim died. I don't know if you heard about that, but um, What's that? Uh, it's tragically uh, Jim Henson. <laughs> I just, Did you hear what I said or are you joking with me? No, I'll come again. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Because uh, I just talked to Jerry Nelson and that's not my understanding. Oh my God, you did? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, it's so tragic. Can I have the number for Richard Hunt, please? <laughs> all right, now we're all in deep water. No. Okay. But uh, yeah, so I didn't, you know, I, I was like, I don't know. I was sending, I sent my resume over, um, was traveling around looking for work and um, they just called me. So Tim Miller, uh, right. and they were just starting on Christmas Carol. But did you know, so did you know that there were openings or you were just like, I want to work at Henson or I want to work here. I want to try here. I want to try here. And you kind of just put it out there. Yeah. I kind of like had no idea. I had no idea about anything. I mean, I didn't know anything about anything. Right. Anywhere. So yeah. Uh, I was trying to, like, I knew I wanted to work in puppetry somehow, you know, so I was down in, I was actually down in Atlanta at the Center for Puppetry Arts when my mom called, I like, called my mom and said, you know, I think I'm going to stay down here, so I won't be back. It's like, well, you got a phone call from a, from a Tim Jansen Miller <laughs> company, oh, Tim Miller? Yeah, 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 from the Jim Jansen company, oh my God. <laughs> So I, I, jumped, wow. I jumped on it. I, I, it was actually kind of a fateful decision because it was like, um, it was sort of at that point I entered the commercial world, you know, like if that was right. the, that split second decision, like changed the trajectory of what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I often question if it was like the right direction, you know, like if it was, hmm. you know, what would happen if I had stayed at the center? Right. Have pursued that path. Um, I think you made the right decision. Well, thanks. Yeah. For what it's worth coming from Did me, you see the know. Puppet Heap demo reel, by the way? Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No, well, I, well, hook me up. I mean, after the show. Oh, yeah, right. I think you did the right thing. We can give you, you a link. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you started You started on Christmas Carol? Yeah. What would you do? What Were you just like in awe of all these people around you? And all oh, this my God. Yeah. It was like the greatest four months of <laughs> my career. Like, it really was amazing. Like, uh, I mean, my first job. Uh, was collecting timesheets, which is actually rather prescient because hmm. I would later spend a good chunk of my later career collecting timesheets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was really wow. like I would do anything. I would, I, I literally at my interview said, I'll do anything, I'll sweep the floor, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I and, said the same thing to Brian before dinosaurs. So we basically started around the same time. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. I, and did, I said yeah. the same thing to Brian. I said, I don't care. Yeah. I'll pull ropes and cables, whatever it is. And, and that's a whole different thing. But, but uh, yeah, so we, so right. So you were, you were starting on Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. And, and um, Muppet Classic Theater. Did you work on that? Yeah. Worked on that. Yeah. A little right. bit. Yeah. Yep. That was like my first puppet thing that I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
with Henson as well. Yeah, because you were you were in the suits and dinosaur, right? You were you were yes, uh, right. Yeah. And occasionally I would like try and assist, you know, when I wasn't inside of Earl, which wasn't often, but um, but I think well we're going to find out. But I think Mary, you, you and me have a close connection there because I. During the time that I was working at the Henson workshop, I was the cheapest guy in the room. Oh. So uh, I was often like <laughs> standing there <laughs> while, while they like put the suit on me and like fit things. Oh, right. So, right. You know, be sharing oh, wow. some sweat there. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, I, I when I did the fittings for uh, dinosaurs, I, we, I went to England to do that stuff, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And then whatever else happened, I think was in LA. But I didn't get into too many other suits. I think I think that was it, it passed through New York for uh, oh, a while. It did. Oh, so you you had some Earl on? Yeah, yeah, I got some Earl on. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, oh, oh I see. So you're oh, saying, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, at, the I'm time, sorry. at the time that I was working there, um, there was that cockroach sitcom that they were working on. There was dinosaurs. There was Christmas Carol, City Kids, all right. kinds of things happening wow. at the same time. That shop, five floors, was packed with people. I met so many people, uh, so much great talents, and so much. I learned so much. It was that's what I mean. It was like the greatest first four months of my life. It was just. I gotcha. Yeah, I, I was in Dreamland too. Yeah, yeah. What, what I was, was this in Dreamland as well? What was this cockroach show? I don't know it? the name of it, but there was some family sitcom. Of yeah, what was it cockroaches? Through Hanson. Uh, from Hanson, yeah. Right. yeah, and we got oh. these um, these puppets came in from the um, the creature shop in L.A. and yeah. they were they were really heavy, so the New York shop was trying to lighten them up and um, work. Oh, on Criswell them. got his hands on them. Is that what happened? What? Criswell likes to make Criswell got had his hands on them. Maybe he likes to make yeah. some heavy things. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Somebody in our viewership must must know something. Like Jesse yeah. must know something but, about okay. the cockroach show. Um, but you know, so so well. I mean, there's so many things, Paul. Obviously, that you've done over the years with Henson. We'll just keep talking about that stuff and come. But we should probably bring on some folks that you've yeah. brought into your world. And and we should say you started Puppet Heap in 2004. 2004, yeah. 2004, and we didn't even talk about that yet. But maybe we can continue to talk about that. Let's bring on uh, Danielle Obinger, and let's bring on Dan Martin. Should we do that? Hi, Danielle. Hey, Hi, Dan. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Danielle. Oh, nice. How are you? There was a point in time when I was only hiring people that had the name Dan. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nice. Nea, Denise. Mission but it was Danielle first. Is that right? <laughs> Danielle was kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then I couldn't remember anyone's name, so I just kind of called him Dan. Dan. D1, D2. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we should say actually, Danielle, you you go back to Henson into the, like the eight, late eighties, right? When did you start Early with? 80s. I started in 1980. Oh, 1980. 1980. I started building costumes. I was hired to build costumes for Great Muppet Caper. Oh, oh. my God, Great Muppet Caper! That's right. A long, long time wow. ago. Wow. Well, and where, did you, what, where did you come out of? Did you were you a, a costume? My, you? my background is theater costumes. So I had done regional theaters, I had done Utah Shakespeare, I had done Spoleto Festival. And at the time they called me, I was at the Utah Shakespeare doing summer theater. And oh, they, really? called, they called me because my friend wow. Joanne Green had, I don't know who she convinced about what, they hired me sight unseen. 
Really? Sight unseen to do costumes. And I was just the assistant. I was just the lowly assistant to build costumes, but they were <laughs> sight unseen. And then I just stayed. It was supposed to be a six week gig building costumes. And I stayed 20 forever. And knowing Danielle, that is not surprising at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't get her out of the room, man. <laughs> so, Danielle, so. Sorry, I, I you broke up a little bit. Who were you assisting? Who were you working? I was with? working. I was hired to assist Mary Streif, who I had worked with previously at a regional theater. So I knew her, but I didn't. We didn't know that each had been hired, that the other person had been hired. But oh. we already worked well together, and we were doing that. Callista was Callista Hendrickson was designing oh. costumes along with Polly Smith. Polly oh. was doing the more piggy centric things. Mary and I were doing. I, I remember doing about 12 pairs of those little gray corduroy pants for Gonzo. <laughs> he must have had 12 pairs of pants. And like 18 of those little white shirts with the tiny little blue stripes. Yeah. So it was just one of the, we just, and and I hadn't a clue what I was doing. I never, I unlike others in the company, I am totally unrelated to puppetry or puppets or I just is, build costumes. That's all. It is, it is such a different approach, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Costumes for puppets versus people, and oh, that's yeah. a big learning curve, right? Big learning curve. Big yeah. learning curve. You know, I have a my um, I got when I got married, Polly made my vest for me. Ooh, oh, nice. I have a Polly Smith vest. Go for it. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, and so, and Dan, you you started off with heap uh, as as a. More in the technical side of thing, like technical. Yeah, industry. yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been there five years, and I am literally still the new guy. So I'm the new <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, the new guy. <laughs> right. uh, I was hired. I was hired as an IT guy. So to take a lot of things before I started, Paul was doing a lot of that stuff. So Paul was kind of interested in, uh, in, in adapting to some more modern techniques and technologies. Hmm. And what he's trying to do that. like 3D uh, stuff or yeah, like 3D design. Um, we've incorporated 3D printing. We've got a laser cutter. We've got two 3D printers. Um, you know, and a lot of that stuff is amazing for finished work, but it's also incredible for quick ideation type stuff, like ideas yeah. and and or or rep, you know repetition things, like making a making a ring for Miss Piggy's neck. For her pearls, oh, so right. doesn't have to you know forty-two times all around the outside. Hope that's oh, not. Wow, I did not know that was happening. That's very wow. I didn't yeah. So know. it's it's things like that. I mean, it's it doesn't you know in my role, I kind of see as a. I mean, it is a support role, and I'm trying to my best to to support the builders in the shop. So but you're yeah. you're general manager, right, for yep. the company, and. Yep. Uh, but, but what brought you to Puppety, Pat? What was your, how did you connect in that way? Well, uh, Paul and I have a mutual friend, Mike Yukulo, uh, who's amazing. And he uh, had known, he's known Paul for a long time since they went to high school together. Yeah. And Mike and I worked together at a previous job and uh, I was I was not working. I was home taking care of uh, my two kids. And um, Paul said, hey, uh, uh, you know, I go over to that place Puppet Heap every once in a while in Hoboken like to visit. He's like, last time I was there, Paul mentioned that they needed uh, maybe an IT person. Right. So I was like, oh, yeah, send him my info. So then I went in uh, uh, for an interview right around my birthday. And then uh, my first day was two days after my birthday. So <laughs> it was a nice, cool. little, uh, it was a nice little thing. 
and it's 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 amazing it's it's just it's i'm in awe every time every single day it's amazing it really is wow can i i just want to ask danielle something so then danielle sorry i didn't mean to jump off but i just wanted to introduce dan um to people out there as well but so but then you were you started doing like the photo styling right and and the like posters and licensing like what what how did you transition from costumes into that part of it was that joanne green my friend who got me into muppets was a puppet builder at that point and she had been pulled to do the hallmark card account the uh muppet show had just gone into syndication so all those product things went kaboom oh. needed stuff joanne wanted to keep building puppets so she basically said why doesn't Danielle do the photo styling so that she could continue building puppets? So it was just going to be this little gig doing Hallmark cards, but oh. Hallmark cards shot one week every month. Oh. So there was a week of prep, and then there was a week oh. where I had to strike and put everything away. So oh. essentially, Hallmark cards was paying me three weeks of the month. So I, Henson paid me for, so I ended up doing a little bit of everything. But that right. was the Miss Piggy calendars were being done. So I ended up getting in on a little bit of everything and I just stayed around. And as we got busier and busier, I got to do more and more. Right. So did you go, did you work on Sesame? Yes, we did. Uh, at that point when the families were together, Sesame Street and Piggy Kermit family. Right. Um, I did everything. We did Sesame, oh, okay. we did Piggy Kermit. We did Fraggle Rock. I've noticed the Fraggle Rock reboot. And I'm looking at all the pictures. And I'm going, those are our pictures. We did those like five years ago. So, wow. Rock, we did some photography for um, uh, Dark Crystal, for Labyrinth. You know, a little, you know, it depends on how much, but a lot of it is commercial. A lot of it is like the movie posters that are artworked. You, you popped up the earlier, you popped up the Christmas Carol. Yeah. We had to do that photograph exactly as the, as the artist wanted it. Then he took the photograph and painted the art. Oh, so, wow. So you designed the shot. You designed the visual for the poster. I don't design. I'm the photo stylist. I'm sorry. I meant style. You know, there's an art director. Whether oh. oh, there it is. There's an art director who would who would design, whether that's Michael Frith or Lynn or Lyndon Mossy or Rick Wetzel or Jim Mahon. They're the they they get the sheet of white paper. And got then it. myself and um, a prop person, a scenic person, a costumer, whether it's Polly Smith or Barbara Davis, was usually the costumer for the photo studio. And we collaborated and worked together. And again, we had John Barrett as our photographer, John E. Barrett. So we yeah. were a small little microcosm within the larger Henson universe. So then why would you ever work with Paul? Paul <laughs> would I'm organized. What does he have on you? <laughs> Nothing. I'm organized. That's why Paul wanted me. I'm organized. Danielle? Yes. Up. <laughs> Step lightly. No, no, no. I. Uh, How did I, that happen, seriously, though? How did. Because people should know there are Henson Muppets alumni infused throughout this company, right? And, and that's what is, I think, a big part of what makes it so special is. Yeah. In some way, everybody's had a connection to that, right? Yeah. Let, let me throw this in there because uh, we had a we had a comment and question from one of our viewers who had to leave, but I screenshotted it from Brian Natchpole. He says, "How many former Henson Workshop people that built the Muppets in Jim's day are at Puppet Heap nowadays, and how did that all come about?" That built the Muppet in Jim's day. 
or we're I mean, I think where well, we were just heading now, um, right? Uh, Lauren Attinello, uh, uh, who is not with us. Um, unfortunately, Today. there's a limit to the number of people who could be on this call because there are just dozens and dozens of people <laughs> and, uh, who who have just contributed to what Puppet Heap is over the years. Um, we'll have to do a part two. Have to do a part two and get everybody else in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Lauren has certainly uh, worked with with Jim. Um, well, how about just puppets in general? I think I think just just Jim, I mean, going back to the, I mean, just I think people have had a connection, right? I mean, yeah, you've had Lauren and Stephen, uh, Stephen's been here uh, a lot. Stephen, Stephen right? Um, Henry, Henry for sure. Yeah, she's still with us here. Um, um, Jim Krupa. Right? Jim Krupa has been here. Yeah, for sure. It's so many. Yeah. We used to joke in the shop that we had like 188 years of Muppet experience. <laughs> the direct. Yeah. Just worked there for five years, 10 years, two years even. And it, yeah. it cumulatively, we just had this Muppet wow. DNA in the shop, in the puppet heap. Yeah. yeah, it's a big honor for me, you know, because I, uh, you know, when I started at the Henson Company, I learned so much from so many people. And it's kind of, uh, it's a big privilege for me to have a lot of my mentors working in the shop uh, mm -hmm. as we go along. So wow. it's, um, it's it's kind of kind of a beautiful experience for me um, to be able to. I, I think that says a lot about you too, Paul. That they, I think they admire you and the way you must run this shop and yep. and 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 collaborate with people as not just to kind of do it this way, but someone who's open to, right? Is that true, Danielle, Dan? Exactly. exactly. I think Absolutely. each of us- I'm just trying to catch up to everybody. That's, <laughs> I think um, each of us, or at least I know, I'm incredibly grateful for Paul to have this company, to have yeah. this leadership and to have this vision that he has. And he allows us to work not just for him, but with him. Yeah. And it's not often you get that kind of experience in jobs, no matter what kind of job you work in, whether you're a banker or a street cleaner. But yeah. it, it's a very we're a small collaborative little group, and and Paul's our leader, and that absolutely comes from the top down. And we've got a relatively small crew right now. We've only got about 12, 13 people, but I mean we are literally post. Uh, you know, pre-COVID days, of course, we would you yeah. know, we'd all eat lunch together and we would have, you know, potlucks and we would hang out and go get to go to the beer garden sometimes. And, you know, but things not with Paul. No, no. He, he would won't. be home. Oh, would, good. And we would all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, can I bring, let me bring oh, up no. this. Let's see what the. Uh... Are these some? Oh, those are. Yeah, that was way yeah. back. Yeah. So this is way back. This is like week four of uh, what's that? There's Matthew there. Yeah, yeah. Matthew is there. Uh, Deidre Sassano next to him. Uh, and you got Melissa Crichton there. Paul, Paul. Is this a, is this a Hoboken uh, uh, hangout? You got a Yeah, that's Grimaldi's uh, Pizza. They used to have a, a place on uh, Grand Street. I think it's closed now, but. Hmm. Did Frank used to hang out in there or something, Sinatra? Is that like one of his? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hang Sinatra, you know, it's a little known fact. Frank Sinatra loved Hoboken, and he just—he was real sad to leave. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why, speaking of people, uh, yeah. the great, great people that you know, I think we should let's bring on some more folks, should we, Gene? Right. Yes, Peter McKinnon, Mary Bramer, and Michael Bush. 
Hey. Here they are. Look at this family. Hey. Hello. People. How much talent can you cram into one call? <laughs> oh. It's true. How you guys doing? Thanks for doing this. Fine. Thanks for having Good. me. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I, you know, we were. I, I think you could. You could. Yeah. You could hear us. You were listening and could oh, see yeah. what we were talking about, and just talking about um, about that guy Paul a little bit. Uh, <laughs> He he seems to be a decent guy to work with. <laughs> Just use the bathroom. Is that true, or Peter? <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, is that a fair thing to say that uh, he's a good he's a decent guy, decent influence. He, he is he is a, a great a great influence and a great great boss. Yep. Yeah. Very Did good. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me write that down real quick. Make sure. Yeah. <laughs> One, We're gonna, we'll, we'll bring that up on the screen just so everybody. Well, a Christmas bonus this year. <laughs> yeah. Peter, when, Peter, when did you start with Henson? You were. Uh, I started at Henson 80s? in '87. '87. Um, but I had started working straight out of college for Kermit Love at Great John Studio. Oh. So I was actually working downtown on Great John Street uh, at Kermit Love's place. Uh, and, and Kermit was kind of phasing out at that point. Um, he was, he was sort of starting to get ready to retire. Um, right. nobody knew exactly how old he was cause he wouldn't show anybody any kind of documentation, <laughs> um, but, but we, um, but we, we surmised that he was getting up there in years. And, and so he decided he was gonna, um, sort of reti semi-retire. And mm. uh, at that point, he went up and had a meeting at, uh, at Henson and, um, and met with Carolee Wilcox. And I interviewed with her and uh, they, they made me an offer. So that was the wow. beginning of me getting my foot in the door. And that was it working on Sesame as uh, did you work building puppets right away? What, what was your how did you come into it? Were you a puppet builder, designer? What were you doing when you came in? Um, yeah, I had actually been doing puppets since I was about seven years old. I've been doing like a Punch and Judy show with my best friend growing up in Poughkeepsie. Um, yeah. And then he moved to Boston when I was about 13. And so I started doing the shows on my own. And I would do oh, wow. Punch and Judy in the, like, the library system in the Dutchess, Dutchess County area. Um, I'd do birthday parties and stuff. I just schlepped this thing on my car. Um, <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, so I, um, and I've been trying to get my foot in the door because, you know, Muppets, Muppets was like a huge influence and, um, mm. Grover had kind of been my alter ego growing up. Like was the, puppet. All right. I had, I had the hand, Grover hand puppet and I took it everywhere with me. That was basically like my nerdy way to communicate with people. So, um, so what, but what was that like to then actually get to hold the real one and watch him in, in front of you before your, what was that experience like? It, it was incredible. It was, uh, it was a dream come true. Um, you know, I'd been sort of trying to get my foot in the door since I think I was 15. I'd been writing letters to Henson saying like, I'll do anything. Um, I'll come to New York. I'll, I'll volunteer, you know, I'll, I'll be an intern, whatever. I had no idea how I would make this happen. If it actually, if they actually accepted the offer. Oh, I said, why do we all pitch ourselves with the same pathetic line? <laughs> we'll do anything. Well, it's a, it is a funny common thread. It is right. It's you know? amazing. I mean, I mean that's, you just you just want to you just want to be involved in any way possible. Like it doesn't matter. You want to be part of that magic. Part of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mary, yeah. do you, when did when did you start, Mary? Excuse uh, me one second. Excuse me one second. Oh. Peter, uh, you're a little out of sync, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you from the studio. If you could re sign sign back in again, okay? Okay. Just so we have you in sync. I'm gonna. Okay. Thanks, Peter. Sorry. Hey, Mary, when did you you started? When? Uh, Nine ninety two for um, Christmas Carol. Oh, Christmas same, Carol. Same time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Same as Paul and me. Same well. As Paul. Yeah, I, I started trying on rubber, I think, in the end of 90 or something, but at the same time, we were all there. So Christmas, Christmas Carol, and what did you do? Yeah. Were, you, were you building? Were you, what were you doing? Well, when, you know, when I started the company, um, Connie asked me if I wanted to work on costumes or puppets, because I, I hadn't really done any puppetry at all before that. Right. So I said, whatever, I would do anything. Kind of the same as everybody else said. <laughs> two, I had two choices, though. Uh, so I did. I worked on, <laughs> except that I actually, when I first interviewed at Muppets, um, they were only hiring people freelance, and I had a full-time job in Michigan. So I was just there for like a fun interview. But they referred me to a company, a, design, a, a display company called Spaith Design, and I ended up moving to New York for that job and was there for five years before I re-interviewed and came back. So I could have, I could have worked and I mean, I never met Jim, but I, if I had been more willing to freelance at that right. point, I yeah. could have started at the company sooner. So I kicked myself a little bit for that, um, but um, you know, but, uh, but so for Christmas Carol, I was working, yeah, with, um, Connie and Polly working on, and, and even Peter was working on uh, the ghost of Christmas present. And All I was right. working on the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And um, wow. yeah, no, it was great. It was just, yeah, what a wonderful cool. place to be. Yeah. And we, I was trying to think of the different thing that it's so hard to, I have, well, first of all, I have a terrible memory, but to remember the things, cause we share our birthdays, but I, I always try and think of the things that, that we've done kind of to, on, on the same projects, you know? And uh -huh. I was thinking about um, uh, Muppets Tonight. Oh yeah. I think that, that was, was so like fun. where we kind of, I think got to know each other probably. Cause I, I hadn't done too much, you know, before then except Treasure Island. Um, right. But then, but it's, I don't know, there's always kind of this, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause from where I, where I sit, even though Puppet Heap is, taking care and looking after and making sure the Muppets are who they are still and taken care of. And um, I've, I've, I feel like I've just known the same people. It, it's never, it didn't feel like there was a change in a sense going from Henson, you know, to then Puppet Heap. It, it all just felt the same because you see the same similar people, you know, some of the same people. And um, mm. so it's always been like really in a sense comforting to know that there wasn't this big shift, you know, it, it was kind of felt like a very natural, perfect change, changeover, yeah. you know, when Disney, when Disney took them on, you know. Um, Peter's back. Sorry about that. Oh, good. How you doing? Good. Still got it? That's okay. Oh, good. Oh, oh hello. There's my wife. <laughs> hi. That's Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, hi. Can she hear us? Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, and uh, so, sorry, where I, I'm sorry, I lost track. Oh, oh. Um, uh, but they, they, they recently um, made a holiday for our birthday, right, Mary? Is that? 
Oh, they did. Yeah. I mean, in New York, only in New York State, but it is important for, you know, the recognition of slavery. I mean, I'm sorry, the abolishment of slavery, the Emancipation Proclamation. See, I've said it so many times to you. And of course, when it's, you know, on the air, I would get it wrong. But anyway, I think everybody knows what it is. This year, it was really in the news. But be, you know, before that, it was a little obscure. Yeah, yeah. Very, very important. But it's only New York. Is that all so far? In Oklahoma. Oh, it is? I thought so. Oh, well, then we're all. I think it was national. I don't know. Not yet. Oh, I know Governor Cuomo just announced it like a week and a half ago. So it could be, could have been in our state as well. He did announce that it was had to do with us. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't hear that. Yeah. And Michael, Michael Bush. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. So you, you're, you come one of the newer guys. I'm, right? I'm the new guy. I've been there. Yeah. Been there uh, about almost eleven years. New guy. Wow. Wow. Is it really eleven yeah. years? Oh, no way. Two thousand nine. See. <laughs> what year? Two thousand and nine. Nine. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. amazing. And but so you you also well does I don't know. Does everybody puppeteer so has or has puppeteered at some point, right? At least, no, not Danielle, but Peter and Mary and Michael, right? But well, I'm curious though, Michael, oh, when you, Paul. Michael, when you applied for the job, was there anything special you told them? Well, I came from UConn, University of. Connecticut. He said he would do anything. No, I I came for an interview a year earlier, and he said, "Do you want to be an intern?" And I said, "No, I have to finish my last year of UConn." I was at the um, I did the puppetry arts program, the Masters of Puppetry Arts at UConn. And I said, "No, I got to finish my last year." And then a year later, I sent an email in, and I said, "You know, just want to remind you who I am. I want to come in and show my work and just reintroduce myself." And they said, "Can you start on Monday?" Which was really great. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And then wow. like first day of work, you know, you get there and you don't know anything about, you know, what's going on. And they're like, okay, this is Anne, you know, Holdgren, uh, Timonelli. She's got Kermit and you're going to help her. So like, here's Kermit. And she, she puts it oh in my lap. Gosh. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I like scared. I had to go to the bathrooms and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all right. That's where you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like, she hey, where's the college boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And then um, I got into like casting, casting Miss Piggy. So for about five years, I did all of the foam latex castings for Piggy. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And Tom McLaughlin taught me how to do that. So that was great. And um, that kept my foot in the door because when the work like started to go down a little bit, they always need pig heads. You know, like right. it, keeps you, it keeps you around. Nobody else is working, but we need 10 pig heads, you know? <laughs> so I just kept, I kept the mixer going. I'm like, what's everybody else doing? <laughs> right. That was, that was great. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Boy, I have an idea. Yeah. <clears throat> Since we've got everybody here, do you want to play a game of pick a number and go around the circle and everybody gets a chance? Yeah, that'd be great. And then maybe everybody can just kind of, if you have a thought about what comes. So pick a number is basically we have uh, some images oh. and we'll pick a number and we'll spin the wheel and whatever comes up, we'll see uh, if anybody has some thoughts about it or memories or whatever. Does that sound good? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we right. with, let's start with Paul at the top, right? Paul, would you like to spin the wheel? Uh, I had anything between one and 19. 
Oh, I just pick a number? Yeah. <laughs> you pick the number and I'll spin the wheel. Imaginary ball. Okay, uh, spin it. No, you have to pick a number. Oh, you have to give a number. Oh, 19. No, you can't have 19. Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> We're already fighting. All right. Number 19. Uh, how about uh, 17? Oh, it's, I'm joking. 19. Oh, wow. Now. Now. Well, there you go. There you go. It's a logo. It's a logo. Right. What else Good. can you tell us? Uh, well, that's. Uh, it actually, that was a pretty interesting, uh, when we did the interstitials for that, it's pretty interesting because, you know, we had to do it all remotely. And that was um, that was uh, kind of uh, fascinating to Steve because I had no idea how that was going to happen. Well, and how, I mean, getting everything to everybody, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. was crazy for you guys, I'm sure. Yeah, let's, let's state what, what your role was in that. What did you provide for the show? We Who? provided puppets. We shipped the puppets. Build everything and ship them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, all of the performers had to get certain characters that we were going to use, right? Sorry. Yeah. No, you totally you you were doing that. So go. Oh. No, no, but I but I don't know the process of like you know it, it was during the COVID thing, so <clears throat> it wasn't like everybody was working, right? Didn't you no. guys have to figure out how you were going to get certain things? And Danielle's figuring out, and Peter's figuring out. You guys are all trying to figure out how we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> That's yeah, really I mean, it, was, it was early on. It was uh, you know when this thing started to develop. Um, uh, I started to get a little pretty anxious about it, and uh, uh, you know told everybody to go home, and um, uh, we would figure it out from there. We sort of rotate people into the shop, and uh, you know I would sometimes walk over here, or um, or Dan would drive in, or anybody uh, would come in, and. Uh, you know, pack something up. And I mean, it was just it was really just a lot of prepping and, and shipping and sort of uh, as needed right. um, for that part. But I thought it was pretty clever the way it came together. Um, it certainly feels really good. Yeah, um, I think I think we. Uh, yeah, I think we found like, you know, probably the, the only way we could once, once they decided that they didn't want them to be shorts anymore and they wanted to put them together, you know, that was the challenge. I mean, if, it would have been great if we would have known that we were going to be doing this before because uh, then I think we would have figured out a, maybe a, a bit stronger way of, of, you know, holding them all together. But I think in the end it worked out pretty good. I think people enjoy them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My kids love them. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. They love them. Awesome. They're not alone. Yeah. It's gone over really well with most of, uh, especially Muppet fans and beyond. <laughs> Good too. I'm I'm kind of amazed because the poor puppeteers get puppets dumped on them. They get scenery elements dumped on them. They get, cameras, <laughs> they get cell phones. They get lights. push this, do this, sync the lights. It's like, holy Toledo, that's a lot to ask. Yeah. Well, the, our families have been uh, certainly oh. uh, really helpful. You know, Jackson does the chef's hands, and uh, you know, yeah. Doctor Teeth's right, and he's been really helpful. And Christine is like helping me create backgrounds and setting up the count. You know, it's all been really kind of fun, but you know, a lot. Yeah. David Rudman last week was saying how some of his kids were getting in the act too, doing some right hands and things. Yeah. Yeah. Mary, pick a number. He already picked nineteen, so now you gotta. Oops. Oh, I don't hear you. Oh, what happened? I don't hear you. Is there something maybe that clicked off? I don't know. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, now we can. 
Okay, seven. She had the microphone right. in her ear. Uh, we did seven. We did <laughs> Pick another. Oh. We, that was Christmas Carol. We used oh, it. Sorry. Mm. Oh, three. How about that? Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll miss it. Numbers. Oh. Oh. Uh, I wasn't what is this from? That's James and uh, Tim Legasse. Tim Legasse, yes. What is that? What is the project? The Jane Howell. This was the very first project we had at Puppet Heap as a studio. Wow. So basically, you're looking at uh, when when our shop was nothing but 900 square feet and a sawhorse <laughs> in, in Hoboken. And uh, we were working on a marionette show for Pierre Wieg, uh, uh, who is a conceptual artist who is doing something for the Harvard Fog Museum. Mm. And uh, this is a puppet of Le Corbusier, the architect. And oh. uh, we are making wooden marionettes for an installation that he did. Oh. And wait, sorry, who's and, on the left? And this picture is complete. Uh, that is Jane Howell on the left. Oh. Uh, who is uh, uh, another uh, contemporary of ours um, and sort of a particular generation that came into the Muppet workshop at a certain point. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, this picture is completely posed. <laughs> I don't think about this picture at all. Uh, awesome. I'm, holding, I'm holding a Wacom uh, pen <laughs> in my hand. Tablet and I'm, yeah. and I'm touching the puppet with I don't even know what this is. I, so I can use this to make puppets. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You can actually try digitize. Try yeah. and draw the eyes on. That's what I don't know. It's really dumb. <laughs> We're taking a picture. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. Yeah. All right, Dan, spin the wheel. Mm, let's go for 13. 13. Fair oh. enough. What about this one here? I don't know. It's a good one. Help me out, Paul. Oh, this oh. guy. <laughs> oh. Terry, Terry Fader. Yeah. Yeah. So Huge. We, I guess uh, Paul would know more about this than I, because I think we did a lot of this stuff uh, before I had started, actually. But well, we, everybody can jump in on it. You know, We did do like a, we did an amazing uh, Dean Martin. Uh, actually, Mary uh, worked a lot on that. Where's the Dean Martin? I didn't see the Dean. He's, he's more recent. Yeah, he's more recent. Oh. Yeah. Is that Nat King Cole, top left? Yes. Yeah, that is a Nat King yeah. Cole-like puppet. Um, we didn't do them all. Um, yeah. uh, we did um, the, the, main, the main turtle, the right? The hair and the turtle. Yeah, we read it as the turtle. Crash test dummy. Crash test dummy, yeah. Dougie. And uh, Dougie is annoying neighbor. <laughs> and then the rest of them are other. He hires a variety of uh, puppet shops to do his work. So. Yeah, that's interesting. What? How do? You, what do you think about that? Is that? I mean, because I don't know. Well, I don't know. I guess I'm just. There's certainly some different styles in a way, and I, I wonder yeah, well, why he chooses to do that. Um, you know, he is. Uh, he's like a true ventriloquist. You know, like he's a really. Uh, uh, devoted to the art form, he's a real leader in the fil in the field. Mm -hmm. um, so a bunch of his puppets are sort of traditional ventriloquists, and they're also very personal to him because he started at a young age. Right. Uh, so like the the guy down there with the hat, I don't remember his name, but the guy with the hat is uh, I think uh, goes way back with him. So it's sort of, oh, I see. Yeah. In a way, uh, I don't know if it's his 
Kermit, you would say, but it's but it's it's a character that he's been doing for a long, long time. Got it. Right. So Winston, Winston the turtle was something like he had been using something he bought off the shelf, uh, and he wanted a character that was more iconic and more original to him. So he came to us to do that because he wanted. He's How a big fan of you guys. Uh, well, he loves the Muppets, you know. Oh, he, because of the Muppets, right? Yeah, he won America's Got Talent, and uh, yep. Kermit did an appearance on there, and then there was yep. a connection made. Mm -hmm. um, so it. yeah, it, it, from time to time, he comes to us, and and uh, we design and build something for him. He's he's a great client. Yeah, he'll just he'll just pop up, and he'll be like, "Hey, how about uh, Dean Martin?" We're like, "All right, let's get on that." So it's, it's, <laughs> boom, I mean, boom, that's done. awesome. Oh, yeah, what a career! Yeah. Holy yeah, mackerel! He has his own, like, right? His own theater in Vegas. Yeah. Like, he's, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, he owns that place, man. Huge. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. He's, he's good for life, I guess. Yeah. yeah. How did I do? Like, three lives. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Go ahead, Danielle. Spin the wheel. Danielle. I'll take 11. Roll the dime. Move your mind. I, I'm happy Ooh. to everybody to see this. Oh, well, yeah. Here's, this is like Danielle's world. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. This, picture, this picture is why I hired Danielle. Yeah. It's exactly. God. That is amazing. We got, we got like like 650 boxes from LA. This is part of them. This is not all of it. This is like one of three rooms full of boxes. Oh my God. Yeah, I said tell the, the viewers what's what's oh you tell them please what's in the, each of the boxes. It yeah. was like, hard for them to read the names on there. Okay. But <laughs> single puppets, like some boxes have a single puppet. Some of them have two puppets. Some of them have 40 costumes. Some of them have three dishes. There were boxes that had a single prototype shoe from the licensing department. There were scripts, there were photographs. It was everything you can imagine and more. There are 2,000 boxes in storage. Oh my God. See, there's, here's Pepe, Kermit, yeah. and you, And you organized this, Danielle? And I, uh, when, when I first started, that's what, as Paul said, that's what he hired me to do was Melissa and I went to the storage facility and literally opened every box, tried to itemize what was in the box, did database information. It was typed in by the, the storage facility and at some point, it just got too onerous, and we literally went, "Yeah, it's a puppet. Write the name down." And, <laughs> and and we had to literally stop and just start doing them piecemeal. You know, we we knew where Kermit and Piggy and Gonzo right. and Fozzie were, and where their costumes were, but there were just extraneous things that it was like, "We'll deal with it as it comes around." And we've just constantly um, culled through the boxes and itemized and photographed so that we know. What's in those two thousand boxes now, mostly? But why? How? Yeah, why, like I, mean, I wanted to. I wanted to make a label that said "may or may not be" <laughs> whatever. Because like every some of these boxes are like forty years old, you know. So yeah. like you, you don't know what's in them. But yeah. like what? What hat did? Was there no other kind of real record of it? Like wasn't there even a written record of this there, stuff? There, people kept their own written records because at one point during Henson era. Licensing would send boxes to storage. Publishing uh, would send boxes to storage. The workshop would send boxes to storage. Right. Uh, uh, like Bob Bromberg. I Bob Bromberg, like, not paychecks, but, you know, office kind of things. It was just a mishmash. <laughs> and when they came to us from Henson, we basically tried to um, cull out what was actual puppet costumes. And then the extraneous things went to Disney for them to deal with. 
but it was it was a lot like I know Stefan. Stefan was with Stefan Rogendaro. When Stefan was with Sesame Street, he kept his own little card file, you know, of what was in the box, what it contained, what it looked like. Because it was sort of a there was sort of information, but it was sort of not. as we've gotten more modern, we've gotten more up to date. Right. Well, no, it's been amazing when, when we have like, you know, are there any cactuses? You know, and then all of a sudden there's a, you guys have these, you know, images and there's names for them. And it's amazing, you know, yeah. that we can actually see them now and, and, yeah. and pick things and find yeah. them. It's amazing. I'm amazing. I just saw that, I saw that question. Oh, yeah. Henry. Sorry, I just wanted to put this up. How many physical puppets are part of the Muppet property at this point? I would say a quarter of those 2,000 boxes are puppets, maybe half-ish. Yeah, I think it was 600-something when we when we did that count recently. Yeah. But again, we've got puppets, props. 600 boxes. Can I ask, the, here's another great question, Gene, before we do the number. Here, let me just do this one. How often do you guys rebuild characters? And I just want to add to that. What is it like to have to duplicate or rebuild a character? What do you have to go through to, to yeah. do that? Oh wow! Now, um, it's it's actually a lot more interesting than I ever thought it would be. Um, you know, when we took on the job, I was that part of the of it. I was like, meh, okay. You know, like these puppets have already been designed. You know, like what is there to hmm. okay? We'll we'll rebuild them. But but actually, it's um, um, all right. When we do part two of this, you'll bring Lauren on, and we'll talk about this because because um, we Lauren works extensively on the front lines of this. Very um, in right. the sense of like going back through the history of the Muppets and to see how the characters have changed from year to year, and really, we really do um, have conversations with uh, with Disney and with the puppeteers, with you guys, about um, you know what what is the thing about this character, like what is the of which iteration of this character is like the one that perfectly expresses it, and then we try to. Uh, distill that and call it. It's really a long process. It doesn't happen mm. quickly. It's not. Um, uh, and then it's a matter of sort of codifying that and making new patterns and putting it in a Bible. And um, well, and, and can I just say, like, I, I so I so appreciate you us having an opportunity to have some input, like when you guys redid Johnny and, mm. you know, you sent it and I got a chance to put it on and feel it and look at him and you know, it's like, um, it, it's again, it's that collaborative thing that I think a lot of places don't really do or, you know, and, and, and it does, I, I think ultimately save not just time, but, you know, in the, in the end, if it's, if you go to, let's say you guys hadn't sent it and I put it on for some shoot or something, we're in a bit of a bind and you're not going to have the best maybe performance and it's not going to, you know, so it's, it's so many pieces and I don't know, I, I just, I don't even know how you got it to be. I mean, when you look at Johnny now, he looks exactly the same to me. I don't see you know, it. But better. But, but, well, yes. He's, 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 uh, yeah, I can, I can operate him. <laughs> you realize that, that puppets are fit to a puppeteer the same way a costume would be fit to an actor. Sometimes right. it's single fitting and, and puppet builders, Mary, Michael, Peter, have to go in and switch things around and move things. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's really tough. But right. it's literally fit to the puppeteer's hand size, finger size, can can he sure. pull, you know, whatever. 
yeah. but it's custom fit to them. Well, yeah. and so, sometimes, you know, you're trying to rebuild something and you only have a certain angle, so you don't have the back of the head or the oh, side yeah. of the head. You can't really get a good profile, or um, so you're guessing some of that information. Or you have four Polaroids from 1989, <laughs> and you're like, here, here's your reference. It's like, right. okay. yeah, then you right. open up this box, and it's like a wad of Scott foam that's turned oily and greasy, and it's like whip stitched to one piece of boning. You like pull up this husk. You're like, there, make it. <laughs> Make it better. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember when when Pepe when uh, you know some you know it was time to like get two or th maybe three Pepe's if we could, and Eric Engelhardt, who just you know as I'm sure many people do built just built it. There was no pattern, right? Mm -hmm. and so how do you get a second Pepe out of that to mm -hmm. be so close to and I identical so that you can use two in the same scene if you had to? You know that. That's an amazing feat, I think, to be able to the, to do that. That image, that image with all the boxes in the room—it's the perfect setting if you ever wanted to do the ending of Muppets Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh funny. yeah, yeah, that's right. Or or Indiana Jones Muppets. Right, right. right. Um, Michael, we, yeah, in the wheel. Sorry, and guys, sorry, it's three oh five already. It's just flying by. I hope we can just do a few more minutes. If you guys are good, are you okay? Yeah, sure. all good. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, if Paul has to go, that's fine. But if you guys could stay, that'd be great for a little bit more. Ten. How about ten? See what happened? Did he just go away? Oh, oh what? Oh, we kicked him out. Oh, oh look, he's walking around. Wrong button. There we go. Oh, he's going off in the background <laughs> now. Oh. oh. All right, let's spin. The corner. He'll be all right. He'll be okay. He's just wandering. Go, Michael. Michael. Oh, he's turning off the lights. Ten, he said, Gene. He's going to sweep up. Oh, ten. <laughs> oh, he's coming back. Shh, 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 he's coming back. All right, ten. What can we say about this one? Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, hey, hey Paul. Paul. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, a shot of oh, the... Uh, oh, somebody else has to do this one. I wasn't in that space. Yeah, what is this? That is, this is from, the position I was in almost all the time. Let's <laughs> 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 open the shop. <laughs> That's right. me sitting at the computer covered with post-it notes, trying to keep up with everything. Alone. How, hey, can I ask this question? How did you make the connection? How did you get the kind of Muppet gig? Like, how did that come about? <clears throat> how were you able to, you know, get Puppet Heap to... How did they pick you? Yeah, well, why again? Why you? Well, I, have to thank, I really have to thank Debbie for having faith in us, really. Um, right. That is, I mean, she literally came to a shop which was 900 square feet in a sawhorse in Hoboken, New Jersey, uh, and it was, it was um, Debbie McClellan. I Debbie say. McClellan, yeah, and um, yeah. and there were those of us who was there. Mary was here at the time, I believe, right? And um, uh, and it was just a few of us, and we had been we had worked with the Muppets before, and. Um, I told her that I didn't, you know, I was totally straight with her. I said, we can expand if we need to, we can be what you need us to be. Um, and, uh, you know, she was looking at many, many shops. Um, and, um, you know, she just, it was, it was really a leap of faith for her. It was a risk for her to take. I mean, we were, um, you know, it was, it, it was impossible to like exaggerate what we were, you know, like here we, here it is, you know? Right. Right. And uh, I had been talking to a few people previously um, when I first started the company before there was even a shop. I was still, I was doing some work for Henson. I was in and out when they were sort of closing yeah. up New York. Um, so, you know, it was just sort of out there, like this sort of, they were looking for a shop. So yeah. 
um, it kind of it kind of developed that way. So it was just a matter of uh, you know keeping in touch and letting it letting it happen. Um, you know, spoke to other executives like Rashmi Turner and other people at Disney. Um, they were in a different department at the time. Yeah, yeah it was like a it was like a marketing department or something. I remember. Uh, I know. I know the the performers, the Muppet guys, the core group certainly uh, voted <laughs> for your shop. I know, you guys I know. have always been so supportive of us, and I really appreciate it. Well, you know, again, it's right because it. It because it's the people, you know, it's yeah. you and the people that you brought into this place. It's that's what it's all about. It's it's maintaining that that feeling. It's and and of course the amazing skills of everybody and and the you know the experience. There's how could you go anywhere else when it comes to Muppets? I don't know. Or any puppet at all, actually. Or any puppet. How could you go anywhere else? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. Peter, All yeah. needs under one. Peter's. Room. Hey, Peter. Peter, can I? Can I? Peter, try number five. Five. Okay. Oh, he picked five, Gene. Peter he picked five. five. Oh, yeah. I was he thinking picked that number too. five. I think. I like five. What? Oh. oh <laughs> awesome. My God. Wow. That's me when I was a baby. <laughs> Look at you, Petey. And Clueless, Clueless Morgan from uh, Muppet Treasure Island. My I very think. first big character that you built. Yeah, I think I think that was the first thing I ever built for you, right? Uh, wow. I'm I yeah. Well, I mean, did we? You know what? I keep getting confused, Peter. Did we do Animal a first season of Animal Show before Treasure Island, or was that um, after? No, I think before. it was at, What was it before? Before. Yeah, because, because I was gone for Treasure Island. I was living in Boston, and I we, we did okay. Animal Show just before I left. You know, okay. thank you. I, I've always, I, again, my memory is so bad, but I I always think of Animal Show as being my training ground. You know, it was yeah, just no, like, yeah, here's another character. It's definitely before. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, Bill, you had us rolling in the shop. I remember when um, Eric made uh, a gorilla. And you came to the shop to try it on, and you were just all you were doing was like sitting there at the desk, going like, oh. <laughs> "We were just dying. We were just I couldn't breathe. I couldn't." Breathe. <laughs> That's so funny. That but, you know, I saw in the room. Yeah, I saw somebody ask Peter. I'm curious. Somebody was asking about mechanisms and what it's like to build something. Is the mechanism always a part of the build, or can it come later? Is it something that you work it's, from it's, or is it where does it start in the best case scenario i think you know it's engineered from the beginning um as a matter of fact clueless morgan is a good is a good case in point because um i worked with uh, tom newby on that puppet mm. and tom tom is amazing um you know, as all the mech guys were um and uh are and and he actually engineered uh this eyelid mech for him that allowed him to sort of it almost like pivoted the the brows so that like one eye would go up and the other would close. So he always had this like really weird, like wonky. It was it was a brilliant mechanism. But yeah, um, yeah. Generally speaking, those things, if they can be sort of engineered in real time with with the build when the head's being put together, because you really need to work in conjunction with the mech person to figure out, you know, what the tolerances are and how much space you need and how are you going to get a hand in there? Because a lot of times the mechanisms mean that 
you know, it, it's, it's encroaching on the space that the performer, you know, that you guys need to do what you do. Right. Um, so it's, uh, it's a real collaboration. In, in yeah. Where, time, where the mech sits right on your hand and the balance of all of that, I I'm sure is all a part. Oh no. Can you hear me? <gasps> Peter. Uh, can you hear me? Peter, Peter, Peter. We lost you for a second. Gene, let's let's just pop him in our back out of our room and bring him back in. Can we do that? How do we make I lost him? Audio on you guys oh. somehow. We hear you, but hold on. What if we bring him back? How about now, Peter? Can you hear us? Can you hear us now? Hmm. No. What happened? Aw. Can you go out and come back? Go out, come back in. Go go out and come back. Go out and come back. Go out and come back. Click, click, click out. Go wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. Go and out. Come back. Come yes, back. go out. And then in. Oh, there's that helps. Go out and okay. come in. <laughs> I, was, I was just saying. Um, three, three syllables. <laughs> sounds like. Um, uh, but uh, I, I wanted him to hear this. I don't know if he knows this, but um, that mechanism, uh, I think there were like six different positions that I could get out of it. I can't oh, remember really? exactly. It was a lot. It was like eyebrow this way, that way, closing the eyes, a wide. Um, a I, can't, I can't remember exactly, but it felt like there were so many different things I could do. Um, but then I realized that it was the first time I'd ever used one an eye mechanism oh. with a puppet and i felt like i wanted to be able to do it myself you know because it just feels more connected instead of having somebody else you know do the right hand and do the eyes and so <laughs> if you go back and watch my the treasure island clueless is doing his own eyes because <laughs> i kept it in his hand <laughs> funny. so if there's times when you can actually see him like he's, like, he's got a little nervous thing going on. Or I would keep it just out of frame enough to maybe... Know. Oh, there he is. Peter, can you hear us? Peter? Still out. Oh, Aww. still got bummer. Oh, Gene, don't. <laughs> Damn. Oh, what happened? Oh. Well, I mean, I uh, it is now 3.15. Peter, give Peter a big kiss. Um Thank you all guys all for doing this. I wish we had more time to talk right. with each of you about oh oh he's gone. Come, back. Do Come that on. Either. Try one more time, Peter. I'll talk really slow. Here, let's uh thank you. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Ken. Very good. But you know what? There's just so many characters, like all the characters that like new characters from Muppets that you guys have added to that world as well over the years and i don't know it's just so hard we do have to do a part two i think somehow we've got to it'd be nice yeah i want to let there's... people know too that uh if you go to the puppet heap website they have puppets yeah. for sale gang oh yeah and, yeah well here. but you can also see a lot of all, a lot of the other work that they do their production they do right commercials guys and sh sh oh short films short films Here's Kenny Durkin displaying some of the puppets they have for sale. Thanks, Kenny. I've got <laughs> one on the way, too. 
Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. So yeah, go check it out. Uh, what, what's the actual uh, address? Is it puppetheap.com? Sorry. Yes, yeah, it, is, it is. Right. That's it. Yeah. So please check that out, folks. You won't be sorry. There's great little reels on there, and uh, check out uh, Omar's mother, which I love. Uh, yeah, lots of films to see there. Yeah. Well, thank you all. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having us. It was thank a you. And hopefully we get to play in person again. Yes. Soon. Yes, please. That'd be good. Yeah. All right. I'm all gonna right. have to click off one of you at a time. So goodbye, Much love, Dan. Guys. Thank Adios. you all. Thank you. Goodbye, Danielle. Bye, Danielle. Goodbye, Mary. Mary. Goodbye, Michael. Michael. And, oh, jeez. Um, go. <laughs> wait. Oh, Peter's coming back. Peter, wait, wait. Let's bring wait, Peter wait. back and say goodbye. Peter. Oh. Bye. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? <laughs> can you hear us? Yeah, now I can. Oh, great. <laughs> awesome. I don't know what wait, happened. so so let me tell you what I was trying to say before you got cut off. Okay. So um, I was saying that amazing mech that you were talking about, right? That you yeah. and Peter, uh, you and Tom got um, into work yeah. in Clueless. So I remember all the different positions it could do. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was saying that I, um, it was the first time I used an eye mechanism for a puppet. I'd never done that before. And I was doing it and I had somebody doing the right hand. And while we were rehearsing, they were doing my eyes and I couldn't, it never felt right to me. Like I wanted to do it, you know? Right. And so if you go and watch Muppet Treasure Island, you'll see the clueless is doing his own eyes. Oh yeah. Cause I had it in his hand. Cause you had it in his hand. <laughs> I need. Yeah, I need I to see pull the controller in the shot. If you look closely, I don't think you see the controller. You just. I try to keep my hand over it, you know, and kind of down and out of the way a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was my fun. I need bit. to pull back the curtain a second. What? Peter was really the only guest we wanted to talk to from Public Deep, so this was yeah. all a big yeah. point. We're going to do another hour with Peter if you want to hang in there. Yeah, and yeah. Take sure. your questions. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry. I don't know what happened there. That was. It's okay. It all worked. You know, it was fun because we were all trying to make get you to go out and come in. It was a very fun thing. It's all good. <laughs> it worked. So thank you. For, thanks for joining us, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. It's, it's thank you. Great to do this and um, wonderful show. And thank you for having us. Um, You're welcome. I look forward to when we can. I look I, forward I to miss, getting a hug soon. Yeah, I miss seeing you guys in person. It's it's a big chunk out of my life. So um, me too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank see you ya soon. Soon. For vaccine. Bye. Bye, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. That was cool. All right. I felt like we didn't even scratch the surface with like some of their designs and things. I know. I know. It's too much. Eve Cunning would like a kiss goodbye. Thank you, Eve. I just want to show this real quick. I love this. Uh, oops, I didn't even. Uh, I'm all verklempt. Not verklempt. Wrong word. I just want to show these. I love these sketches. Oh, yeah. Here. Let's show these. Yeah. Yeah. There's Baby Piggy. I think this is from A Very Merry Muppet Christmas, but maybe Jesse will correct me or somebody. No, it's from Muppets Most Wanted. Oh, it is Muppets Most Wanted. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I love that they made the choice of going pink Kermit and green Piggy. It's awesome. What else you got? I got... La, 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 la. How about... Oh, this There's is Madison big... Mantis saying hello. Hi, Madison. Madison. Oh, wait, look, she's been sick in bed. Oh, wait, that. where'd it go? She's been sick in bed a week. 
just woke up. Aw, feel better. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and you got rid of her. Yeah, get out of here. As Walter. That, they designed uh, him, didn't they? Yeah, Peter. Peter Paul designed him. That came from Muppets Workshop. Denise from the Muppets series. Right? Uh, Do we have that? No, we don't have a picture of that. But it's on their website. About this one from the series. What's your opinion on the new Muppets babies, Bill? Honestly, I haven't really seen it. Well, that's the thing. Chip's been around, though, since Muppets Tonight. Oh, okay. so that's, not right. sure. that's right. I'm not yeah. sure. I think... And I know it was based on Bill Prady. Um, oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, maybe he was refurbished, or maybe Paul even designed him. I'm not sure. Um, I'm sorry. The question about uh, Muppet Babies. Um, I, do, I haven't really watched it, but I hear it's I hear it's good. I hear they did a good job. I did one thing with Dr. Teeth. Oh, God, we didn't even talk about this. I know. They're in the big blue house. Look at Mary and Paul. We definitely have to do it part two. Yeah, there's another folks to bring on. I mean, there's so many things. Oh, right. That's right, Jesse. You're right. Chip's been around since the Jim Henson hour, so Paul didn't design it, I guess. Maybe uh, maybe he was refurbished. Oh, yeah. There's a... Uh, Cat Cora. Cat Cora. This was... Um, that, that character, Angelo... Was actually uh, uh, my idea because he came from a guy. There's a, a lovely guy out here. His name is Angelo, who has a, an amazing pizzeria restaurant. Um, hysterical character, and I pitched him being the character in this Muppets Kitchen. Uh, and our production company at the time was supposed to to do it, and then unfortunately, uh, my partner and I fell out, and we couldn't produce it, and so. Tyler ended up doing the character, and I ended up doing some guest spots. But uh, it was a great puppet. Great puppet. Here's a here's a question for you. I'd like to know where Bill got that Phil Phillips action figure he showed at the end of the recent episode. I asked you, and you didn't tell me. Yeah, where did it come? Is that just a production piece? No. So um, Brian Henson uh, owns a company that creates. 3D digital uh, uh, sculptures. That's right. So you can you can take your family into this booth or your pet or whatever you'd like, and you go in the booth and it creates this digital image and it puts out this beautiful uh, sculpture. And they put basically they put the fill puppet in there, stood him up and set him up, and it took the image and it. I don't know how long it takes, but I don't know if they paint it after or if it does it all at the same time, but yeah, he's very cool, isn't he? That's, I mean, yeah. that's the puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to just take like two more questions and then uh, say goodnight. Yeah. Uh, Beelzy, where'd it, oh, where'd it go? Oh, Beelzy wants to know, would we consider having a fan art submission episode? Well, we'll put it on our list. We've got a whole list of possibilities that we're, uh, we don't want to give too much away ahead of time, but we've got a list of, of things. So Guests thank you for that you. suggestion. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Uh, go ahead. You pick one. Uh, well, um, well, I can't really do that because I can't get an answer. I don't know why. Um, let me see. Uh, let me scroll. Let me just scroll along here. I can mm. show off my, 
my pumpkins while you Oh, yeah, we didn't even ask him about your pumpkin design noses and stuff. <laughs> Did these last night. I don't know if Ernie's nose is too big and round. His eyes should be a little closer together, but, you know, what are you going to do? And maybe a little more angle, too. Yeah. We'll get oh, Lauren you on. picking now? Yeah, we're going to get Lauren on and get her to pick it up. Um, babies. Sorry, I'm just trying to find... No problem, Muppet Babies anymore than now. Oh, I was going to say about Muppet Babies. I, excuse me. I did a uh, thing with Dr. Teeth, the puppet, which I didn't quite understand how that worked, if they were babies. And and I maybe it was like <laughs> in the future. I think they went into the future or something. I can't remember. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for listening. We are a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to the BerettaBrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A Brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs>